Hi, all my fellow junkies. This is South Musiatic here, and welcome to the Musiatic 27 podcast, where it's all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the new 100 Gex album, 10,000 Gex. This is the second studio album by well-known hyper-pop duo 100 Gex. Following up from their last album that they released in 2019 with 1,000 Gex, having to pull in a little bit of their unique hyper-pop distorted vocals and having some very rapid, random, fast-paced lyricism that kind of be all over the place and people will be saying, what the fuck is this? And all that stuff too. But having to have a more niche an underground type of appeal at first and then later on having to get more traction in 2020 with more on their production side mainly dylan brady with helping out making some well-known artists to go into the hyper pop sound like charlie xcx and rico nasty just to name a few then going on to release a tiny ep that they released last year uh torture me three tracks and having one song with skrillex having to be in interesting set of songs to say the least to have new music before they release this album here 10,000 gex having to kind of pull in a smaller set list having to pull in 10 tracks over just a little bit over 25 minutes long and having to have their usual hyper pop sound but mixing in with a few newer sounds a little bit too with songs such as like uh frog on the floor to be one of their more cleaner vocal songs to say the least having to be more folky and hippie to say the least to be talking about a frog's journey to say the least too saying frog on the floor where he's going and all that stuff too and also having additional ad-libbing ribbits as well too throughout the whole song (laughs) it's funny i really like it then having to have very glitchy hyper pop mf doom references with the song doritos and fritos hence the reference of mf doom pretty much talking about tvs and chips and all that stuff too (laughs) then one other one that i kind of mentioned to have more of a an eclectic or range of sounds would be the song billy knows jamie to be having a more new metal sound a little bit too like they took a idea from limp biscuit and say like oh we'll make it into a hyper pop ish sound but hyper pop ish vocal tone and having to have very rough uh guitar licks to say the least too to make it like the 2000s it really works well surprisingly to say the least and having to kind of be talking about more of a heavy breakdown (laughs) on the bridge really works well and the other songs that are on this album like the dumbest girl alive to open up the album have it to be very fast-paced rapid hyper and all that stuff too saying being the dumbest girl in the world and all that stuff too hollywood baby is another one too having to have a nice little guitar production having to be well pretty much talking about hollywood saying you're not gonna make it in hollywood and what's it like being in hollywood as well too some of the catchy hook works there very distorted but not too distorted where it's barely audible but works really well for most of them Then we get closer to the end of the album with songs like The Most Wanted Person in the United States being, well, as the title without the man, being that person to say the least. Also surprisingly has a uh, scary movie sample and a Cypress Hill sample from Insane in the Membrane, the do a little bit too, but it's funny. Having to also have the, like I mentioned, a sample from the movie scary movie and saying oh this is how i run oh that's up too <laughs> it's funny i like the eclectic styles that they go on to but then you go to more of a ska route with the song i got my teeth removed and saying well 
I have no teeth, pretty much, to say the least, but has a very ska appeal, like some fishbone shit, to say the least, too. But it works well with it, surprisingly. Then the way that the album will close out with the song, Me, 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 having to kind of be their more not-too-auto-tune-y sound for both Laura and Dylan, to say the least, too. But it works well for it, to say the least, kind of pull in, saying the whole concept of it about saying, you may know about me, but you don't really know about me at all. You may say you do, but you really don't. What the stuff that I go through and all the stuff that all the other shit people would assume is not true unless you know me and all that stuff too. Which is really cool having an interesting message. But like I said, it's a very not too heavy on auto-tuning, but it works well to say the least to kind of close out this whole album. Overall, I do think that 100 Gex with 10,000 Gex does a nice job having to have a more short and sweet, concise project and having to have a nice little distortion of hyperpop with some new metal, ska, and a bunch of other genres that they kind of go on to. Having some very interesting lyricism and having to pull in very eclectic range of sounds for every project that they release, and this one seemed to be worthwhile. I'm giving this an 8.5 out of 10 for this project here, primarily because, like I said, it's a solid project following up from 1000 Gex and Torture Me EP and having to have the continuation of the range of sounds and production choices that both Laura and Dylan go on to really work well on this project, to say the least. And that concludes this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some new music out of it. Would I recommend this one? I definitely would if you like this stuff as well too. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is my personal opinion based on my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you. Keep on creating little junkies.